Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profit. It's Monday the 13th of August 2018, I'm recording this at 7.30 in the morning, as you can tell here. And I say getting rich with crypto, but we got to take the long-term view to get rich with crypto. Now this is my weekly look on a Monday morning at the Bitcoin price chart and do some technical analysis. I'm not doing the technical analysis. Who's doing the technical analysis is a Telegram group, Crypto Everything Free Telegram group. They post on Monday mornings because I ask them to, and um, with their permission, I can talk about the, their technical analysis. So I'm going to do that in this video. And before I do that, there's a couple of things. One is let's have a look at the price of Bitcoin, $6,380.31. And Ethereum, $318.59. Dear oh dear, let's have a look at the total market capitalization. Now, this is the amount of money, how much money is there is in the in the entire cryptocurrency space, according to CoinMarketCap. And we've gone from a high of $821.7 billion on January the 7th, $821 all the way down to where we are now, $214.4 billion. Oh. Now, in the meantime, the other thing that actually, let's have a look, that's 214, that is still, but a year ago it was 137, so it's still considerably more than it was a year ago. So take the, actually, if we look at the long-term view, ever since it was listed on CoinMarketCap, was it 1.5 billion dollars on April the 28th, 2013, and here we are five years later, and it's more than almost 200 times. All right, over five years. So if this was 200 times bigger in five years' time, and I don't know if it will be, that will be a lot of money. This is not investment advice, by the way. It's certainly not trading advice because I don't trade. I hodl. Now, the other one I want to have a look at is, okay, this is the Bitcoin price chart for the last year, according to CoinMarketCap. And a year ago, one Bitcoin was $4,060.30. And like I said, now it's 6391 So if you just bought one Bitcoin, you'd have made an additional $2,200 over the course of a year. $2,300, which is not bad going in a year, right? Okay, and then this one is the BTC dominance. This is of the total market capitalization. This is a look at how much of it, this is the wrong chart, how much of it is in Bitcoin. Now this orange line, this orange segment sec section here, represents the amount of money that's in Bitcoin. And you can see in April of 29, 2013, when really all there was was Bitcoin, Litecoin hadn't been launched yet, and sorry, Ethereum hadn't been launched yet, there was Litecoin at 4.59% of the money in cryptocurrencies in Litecoin, and others were 1.32%. And then along comes some of the other coins like Ripple and so on here. This one, which one's this one here? That is still Ripple, 13.3% in 2015. All right, and now in, not going to say now, February 2017, the BTC dominance went down way, quite a bit, quite a bit, quite a bit, to as low as 39.37% of the market. And in January, it's been going up. January the 15th, 
been going up and going up and going up, and we're now at 51%, and the, the amount of money in the other coins, Ethereum, Ripple, Bitcoin Cash, has been going down. So people have been moving from their altcoins into Ripple, from their altcoins into Ripple, and then a lot of people may have even left the market, which is why the price has dropped. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to go to um, Crypto Everything's technical analysis and see what he says. I'm going to do that in a moment. First, I want to tell you about a silly thing that I did. Yes. I did a silly thing yesterday. I mean, I've done many, many silly things in my life, but I did a particularly silly thing yesterday. I posted a video on Sunday the 12th of August, which had information about an Amisego scam, a email purporting to be from Amisego, and it wasn't. Uh, a look again at Zero Carbon Project and the company behind Zero Carbon Project. And also, I gave an update on MineXPay. And do you know how updated my update was? It was a week out of date, my update. I gave the wrong update. So I'm going to um, make amends here by giving you the most up-to-date update, and this is week six from the Minex Pay report, and this is why it's important for you to do your own due diligence. All right, so statistics, statistics, statistics. So, and I'll tell you in a moment what the Minex Pay card is. Well, I'll tell you now, right? It is a Visa debit credit card backed by you Minex coin or Bitcoin or ETH. That's right, and they're going to start delivering them in September. Now, wherever you are in the world. If there is a DHL or US, what is it, US, UP service, delivery service, and Visa operates in your country, you can apply for this card wherever you are in the world. If you're in the United States, uh, Argentina, um, Zambia, yeah, from Argentina to Zambia and anywhere in between, if Visa operates in your country, you can apply for this card, and I'll show you how you can do that. So they launched it six weeks ago. And they've had 13,940 Pay card pre-orders. So this is people saying, yes, I'm interested in getting the card, expressing an interest. Uh, there's been a slight decrease in the weekly growth, 1,684 instead of 2,890 the previous week. And we think this is because Facebook has banned Pay ads. Now, MineXCoin, the company behind la launching the Pay, have been in communication to try and work this out with Facebook. And we have plus 14% increase in pre-orders. And I think this is going to go up and up and up and up as more and more people find out and as more and more people tell their friends. Now, the overall trend has remained the same. More than half of the pre-orders have gone to the standard cards and the number of pre-ordered cards is nearing 7,000 now. What I, what I don't understand is why the standard card has so many more orders than the gold card, even though there isn't much in, by way of price differential between them, price difference between them, and the gold card offers so much more in, by way of benefits. And I'll come to that in a second. Uh, these are the number of orders, 6,800 pre-orders, 6,807 for the uh, standard card, 2,922 for the gold card, 1,459 for the platinum card, and 2,752 for the infinite card. Now, if you have ordered this, you need to move quickly because this one is limited to a 1,000 orders only. Now, the number of purchases is 901, which is 124 higher than that the previous week. So 901 people have actually purchased them. Those figures that I quoted earlier are those that have said that are pre-ordering. 
475 people have started the KYC process, 375 of them passed, and they're now waiting to pass the AML process. And referrals. So there's a referral link. So I do have a referral code for uh, MineXPay. You're welcome to use that, or you don't have to use that. If you do use it, I get $5 uh, of MineXPay whenever you actually order a card. Now, we're exploring a number of solutions that will significantly improve the, the program, because what they want is for it to spread virally. So we're going to give out a certain amount of fund, such as $10 to the referred friend. So I would get $5, and you would get $10 for using my code. Increasingly, Increasing notably the reward for advocates. So maybe I might get $10, making the reward that advocates receive proportional to the friend's purchase. For example, a percentage on the price paid. Ah. So if you whether you buy a standard card or a gold card would determine how much the referrer would get. Creating the solutions where the advocate receives receives a percentage on the referred friend's subsequent spending. Ah. So if you spend a million dollars over a lifetime, I'd get a percentage of that. The advocate really should be referrer. Giving out an additional reward to the advocate or referrer if a referred friend passes certain spending milestones, for example, 0.5 thousand, 2 thousand, 5 thousand, etc. So they're looking at all of these, how to improve the um, referral process so that it grows virally and make, makes it organic. And they're not going to make any modifications because if you order before August the 17th, you get a 20% cashback. So if you're going to order, say, the, um, the gold card, which is 10, 10 M and X, is it 10 M and X? No, it's 5 M and X. You will get 20% back of 5. All right. Also, Instabuy. Instabuy is a very, very clever thing. I don't know why other um, it, cryptocurrencies haven't done this yet. It's really smart. And I'll show you in a moment how Instabuy works. Let's have a look at the card website. If you are interested, you click on the link below. And this will tell you. Now, here's what it is about the standard card, right? You pay 2 M and X for a standard card. And every time you withdraw, make a withdrawal from an ATM, you pay 2% fee from any uh, ATM in the world that uses a Visa card. You pay 2% on the amount withdrawn uh, if you're withdrawing from with uh, money backed by M&X. If it's backed for other cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin or ETH, you pay 4%. But get this, with gold, just for those, right, with a gold card, you'd only pay 1% for an M&X cash withdrawal. And 2% if it was backed with Bitcoin or ETH. So it's half price. Now, how often are you going to go to an ATM to get cash out? I know this is something that I'm going to be doing quite a bit, I imagine, when I'm on, especially when I'm on holiday or something. Um, so just an extra 3M and X saves me 50% for the lifetime of the card, which is uh, three years. And then I think you've got to reapply. Point of sale. Oh, here, point of sale. This is when you go into a shop. And you purchase something. That's the whole point of having a, uh, a Visa card. Go into a shop and I can pay for services. Buy an airline ticket or go supermarket shopping, which, you're able, which you'll be able to do with your MyNextPay card. For 2 MX, I pay 1% every time I use the card in a shop. If I'm, if I'm backing my card with MX, if I'm backing it with other currencies, I'm paying 2%. Well, that doesn't make sense. Because with a gold card for an extra three M and X, I pay nothing when if I'm backing the card with M and X. No um, percentage commission on that. Zero percent commission. 
And if I'm using it with other car, backing it with Bitcoin or ETH, I pay 1% commission for an extra three MNX. You know, and over time, you know, if you're doing your weekly shop and paying with this card, you're going to save way, way more than the three MNX the gold card is going to cost you. And perhaps it might even be worth looking at getting the platinum versus the gold. Because if you look at, actually, let me just state the standard and gold, right? The standard, you can take out up to $200 a day on an ATM and up to $2,000 a month. But with the gold card, you can take out $1,000 a day up to a, up to a maximum of $5,000 a month. I mean, come on. <laughs> you go, well, I suppose it depends where you are and where you're going and everything. But to me, an extra three MNX would make makes for all these significant advantages. But I think it's worth it anyway. That's just my opinion. You should do your own due diligence and purchase whichever card fits your risk profile. And uh, when you go to the MNX card, if you haven't got MNX, they got this really, really clever thing, right? It tells you how you can buy MNX. Uh, it tells you a bit about them, how they work, fast payments, save money, easy payments, multi-currencies, Bitcoin, ETH, um, MNX, and also with dollar and the euro, you can back it with that, secure technology, select your card, tells you how to get it, you can order a card, and you can also order MNX from there, which takes you to this website, Instabuy, and get MNX in three clicks, and this kind of works like Shapeshift or Change Ellie. You put the amount you want to buy here. You want to buy one. That'll give you 1,077 MNX. Not bad, eh? At, this <laughs> at the time of recording. And then you click on exchange. It takes you through to a process where you put in the addresses you're sending. You want your MNX to go to and a refund address for your Bitcoin. You can also purchase with Bitcoin Cash should you wish to do so. All right, so that is that. And apologies once again for giving you an out-of-date update. This is the chart sent, uh, posted on the Telegram group Crypto Everything this morning. And we can see here what we have is a pennant forming. And I'll say what that is in a moment. Uh, we also have major support at what point? Just about $6,050. And right now it's sideways trading, $6,350 uh, with resistance at $6,700, $6,800. Major decision area. So Bitcoin, the price is just going this way, this way, this way, up and down, up and down, up and down, right? Sideways trading. And crypto everything told me that they're not trading right now, sitting on the sidelines, waiting for something to indicate whether it's going to move up or down. And this is... Um, the indication. Now large, actually something else, the RSI is 45.8 here, which he says is bullish. The relative strength indicator is bullish. However, overall right now, it is bearish. And why is it bearish? Because we have a pennant inside an, a descending price range. So these are uh, flags and pennants. These are chart examples. Now the whole thing about charting uh, from what I understand, is that it was invented thousands of years ago in China as traders used how to um, use candlesticks to work out uh, the price movements of rice. And what and what you're looking at here really is people's emotions. You know, right now people are uncertain, so the price is neither going up or night or going down. But overall, 
people are fearful, so they're selling their Bitcoin and converting it to Tether or into fear and getting out of the market completely. The weak hands are being shaken out. Uh, so people are fearful, they're selling. Now, in an uptrend, people get greedy and they start buying. And so, th so what the candles actually measure is human psychology. Now, flag and pennant, here's what we got. We have a pennant. A pennant is a symmetrical sort of flag. This is a bear flag where you have, what do you have? Bear flag in a downtrend. You have higher lows and higher highs. Here you have a tightening range. So you've got lower highs and higher lows, but the range is getting tighter and tighter. And eventually there's a breakout, and the breakout is determined by the lo longer range trend. And what we have here is a longer term bearish trend, price going down. However, however, in the very, very long term, if you take a much, much longer term view, we have an uptrend from here, where it was April 28th, $135 for one Bitcoin. Don't you wish you'd bought a whole load then to right now just over $6,000, right? So we have a long-term bull trend. And let's go back to here. So flags and pennants can be categorized as continuation patterns. They usually represent only brief pauses in a dynamic market. They're typically seen right after a big, quick move. The market usually then takes off again in the same direction. Research has shown that these patterns are some of the most reliable continuation patterns. Bullish flags, and let's have a look, bearish. Pennants look very much like symmetrical triangles, but pennants are typically smaller in size, volatility, and duration. So we have lower volatility here, and you can see that you know, 0.57% move in Bitcoin in the last 24 hours, and they're shorter in duration. So this isn't going to last long, and it's likely to break out to the downside. And um, if it, the next resistance is about here, this blue line, 6,050. And if it breaks that, then the next resistance is 5,800. And if it breaks that, oh my God, oh my God, Bitcoin could go to 50 cents each, in which case I'm going to sell everything. Now, I don't think Bitcoin is going to go to 50 cents each, okay? But I would buy up a whole load because I think the fundamentals in the long term are really, really good. And what we're looking for that's going to determine whether it's going to go up and the trend is going to reverse, because it could, is good fundamental news, positive fundamental news. And uh, what crypto everything said to me in a private chat is that um, it's going to remain likely to remain bearish until about September the 10th. That's if there's no good fundamental news, powerful, strong fundamental news. Uh, it's likely to remain bearish. And then about 20 days before the September the 30th ETF, it could start, it could change and start going bullish as people start thinking, oh, ETF is going to be announced. And um, they start buying up Bitcoin in anticipation of that announcement. All right, so that is that largely bearish. Sit on the sidelines. I don't trade. I hodl. And I invite you to continue hodling, but after doing your own due diligence. Uh, thank you so much. So what do you what do you think? Are you hodling? Which I think right in this climate right now, the people that are around in the market are the hodlers. Good for you. Are you a hodler, a trader? Are you... You know, how's your trades been working out? 
um, comment below. I think that's it. And between now and when I see you next, please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. This is Crypto Rich signing out. All the best. Bye-bye. Oh, and subscribe, click the notification bell, comment, like, dislike, thank you. Bye-bye.